Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Steeler Nation, what is up? We are back for another week of Steelers football talk on the one and only sick podcast, Steeler Crazy. Just want to shout out our worldwide fan base. Steelers Austria, Steeler Nation Germany, up in New York, Arizona, Florida. It's Steeler Nation worldwide. Mike, how are you today? I'm good, man. You made me hungry for a bratwurst shouting out Steelers Germany go. over there. If you're watching from Germany, send us over some some good eats uh, from from wherever you're at. Appreciate the uh, uh, you're following and watching, of course, man. I, I'm good. You know what I realized? I was thinking about this the other day. A lot of people are consistently tuned into the podcast. We always get to the guests so quick because we're so excited to bring them on. That sometimes yeah. I forget to just go over some things that are happening on a weekly basis with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'll just touch on a few things really quickly, Jordan. Then we can bring in somebody we're really excited to talk to, per usual. Love having these new Steelers on to be able to introduce you to them. So just a couple of things uh, I want to talk about. First of all, today I heard from a member of the Steelers pro personnel team that Calvin Austin, receiver, who was hurt all last year with a Liz Frank foot injury, is supposed to be a big part of this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Contrary to my beliefs throughout the past few months, I thought maybe they would ease him back into things given his age and inexperience still. But apparently this guy is all over the playbook, so we can look forward to that uh, in the preseason. I think that was the big news today that dropped. And also the defense, man. A defensive practice has been Picking off Kenny Pickett left and right, uh, I don't think that is, you know, a knock against Pickett. Obviously, it's practice. He's trying to It's his birthday today. All, it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Kenny Pickett, by the way. He's trying to fire the ball all around the field, of course, fitting into tight windows and doing some things differently. So interceptions don't matter, uh, at least from the quarterback perspective. But they matter for guys like Mike, Mark Robinson, Corey Trice, uh, Joey Porter Jr., who are really standing out right now. And so – Let's let's have a defensive show. Let's bring another defensive guy on. What do you say? Sammy, let's do it. Toby. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. How y'all doing? I guess we're Good. just gonna bring going to bring on, man. Let's let's do it. Let's jump right into it. I let's love it. Let's jump right Join into us, it. A new Pittsburgh Steeler, Toby and Duke Way. Toby, thanks for joining us, man. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Good. You're already rocking that, that Steelers tee. Well, man, we, we love to see that. So listen, let's jump right into it and introduce you to to some of our our Steelers fans. First of all, you get an invite to Steelers rookie minicamp, Toby. What is your initial reaction? And tell me about that experience. Man, it was uh, it, it felt good. Um, just 
being, you know, being seen and, and being being heard. Um, you know, the, the experience, it went really well. Um, you know, I got there and as soon as I touched down, I was just eager to get to work, eager to show the coaches, you know, my capabilities from an athletic standpoint, you know, what I can do and, and, and how I can retain information. And um, yeah, it was that, that, that entire process and experience was a really, really good experience for me. Well, obviously it went really well uh, because you are at camp currently uh, wearing, like I said, that Pittsburgh Steelers t-shirt proudly. Tell me a little bit about how grateful you were to just just see that hard work come to fruition. Man, it, it was just just really grateful. I, mean, I, just, I thank God and um, just, like you said, all the hard work and, and dedication through the years. Um, just finally coming into into the light, and now I get an opportunity to display all that work on the big in the big stage, and um, you know just just continue to be grateful and and just be thankful, and also continue to uh, put in the work uh, on a day to day basis. Well, Toby, let's talk a little bit about all that work you put in uh, in your formative years, if you will. Obviously, four seasons at SMU. Uh, you go on to play at Sam Houston State for a year as well. Obviously, you know, playing at these schools, you're wearing a lot of hats. I know you played some special teams uh, at SMU. And you were a guy, honestly, at the end of the day, it sounds like, who really was able to pride himself on wearing all different hats and playing a bunch of different roles, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I would say majority of my time at SMU, I was pretty much a special teams player. And I, I, I took pride in that. And that's something that um, I worked on every day. Um, we had a lot of talented guys at SMU, especially in my position, the uh, DN outside linebacker position. Um, and so, you know, I just, just had to find my role uh, within the mix and, and special teams was, was my place. And, um, you know, just through the years, through the four years there, just, you know, being on special teams, it really just finding ways to elevate you know, my game in that department um, uh, really got me, you know, I would say to where I am. Part of it really got me part, you know, to where I am nowadays, uh, today. Um, you know, so it, it feels good, you know. And then you head over to Sam Houston State. Big productive year, of course. Bunch of quarterback hurries. I saw your intercepting passes left and right over there as an outside linebacker to 30, make 35 tackles. Uh, just tell me about that experience. I know that transition can't be easy. You're somewhere, you know, you're down there in Texas for, for so long, obviously, at one school at SMU. You make a transition, you go somewhere for, for one year. Mentally, tell me about that transition. Um, it, it, it wasn't an easy transition. Um, entering the transfer portal at, at pretty much the last minute. I'm not the feeling of unknown and not knowing what, what the future holds during that transfer portal process, but Man, when Sam Houston came into the mix and, and when I took that visit, I just I fell in love immediately. And I knew that if I was to finish my college football career, um, it, it, it definitely would have been a, a Sam Houston. And so just being there, um, coming in there in June, putting in the work from day one, getting to know the guys, the coaches and the staff, man, just falling in love with everybody and them also falling in love with me, just, it made everything just easier. And, and felt welcomed. And so just made me want to just go even harder and, and 
you know, just give it my all, not only for myself, but for the for the organization as well. And um, yeah, I just had a breakout breakout season that year, and you know, did there I wore a lot of hats as well, played multiple positions, and and just wanted to have an impact and work just wherever I was at on the field. And I believe I did just that. Um, but yeah, I'm grateful to, to the university and, and just my time there. We're hanging out with Toby and Duque, one of the newest Pittsburgh Steelers here on the sick podcast. Steelers crazy. I got one more point, I guess it maybe not even be a question before I t- turn it over. To my partner here, Jordan York, four, six, five, 40 time. Am I right? Yes, sir. <laughs> One of the fastest you, you've ever run? Is that – were you happy with that? We always like to ask uh, some of these guys, and most guys are like, man, I should have I beat that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I was pleased with it. it, it Good, yeah. Man, this is an testament to – because I, I trained with uh, Coach Parker, who was my strength coach at, at Sam Houston, and um, just credit to him for getting me ready and getting me right uh, for that 40 and, and – Man, it was – it felt really good when I saw the numbers. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say, come on, man, you ran a four six five blazing 40. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I know people put a lot of pressure on their shoulders at high expectations, but that's about as damn good as against Jordan. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I was – before you asked that other question, I was going to tell him everything that Toby's saying. You just sound like the ultimate team player willing to do whatever. I think that Steeler Nation – uh, but we'll definitely receive that with open arms. Uh, so my question for you, you kind of talked about rookie mini camp. Now you're at camp officially. Um, what is some of the interactions that you just been like, wow, you know, um, you know, you worked so hard to get to this moment. And now you're in the big leagues. Just kind of talk about how surreal that was and uh, any like, you know, players, coaches, interactions that you had. Uh, Mike Tomlin specifically, maybe something like that. You could tell us. Yeah, um, even up to now, we're, we're two weeks in in the OTAs, and it's still a surreal feeling to me. Um, uh, as far as interactions, um, just seeing the veterans and watching them work. I'm, I'm a big observation guy. I like to observe and just sit back and, and seeing guys like TJ, Alex, Cam, Hayward, and, and you know all these guys have been around for a long time and been successful in this league. Um, watching them work, taking coaching points from them, it's like, it's like, wow! Like I'm, I'm not only am I in the in the in the big leagues, but um, among you know amongst the great, yeah. the great, the greatest to ever do it, and and you know just taking it one day at a time, and, yeah, just, just keep working. Definitely. So if you had to give a scouting report on yourself, like you're introducing yourself right now to Steeler Nation you know, before the real uh, preseason and then the season, what, what would you say, like some of your strengths are like, if you were selling yourself, what, what would you got to give us a scouting report on Toby? Man, I would say my strength is my versatility, my, my athleticism, you know, just, I can wear many hats on the defense, on special teams and uh, also have an impact and, and, just, I'm a guy who's who's a game changer, also a playmaker as well. Um, like you said, I'm a team player, and I, I take pride in those things as well. So. Definitely. Well, my last question before I throw it back over to Mike was, you know, how much were you able to soak in from some of the veteran guys like Cam Hayward and Alex Highsmith? But you kind of already touched on that, so Mike, you can take it over. Yeah, I mean, I, you just gave a, a scouting report, obviously, uh, on yourself, but sometimes we, you know, 
we want to ask ask some of these guys what do you, what do you think some weaknesses are if if what are some things you personally want to work on obviously it's not your 40 time but outside of that what are what are some things you're looking to improve right now toby um just my technique uh technique is probably my biggest thing right now that that I that I want to improve um and also just uh slowing down um sure slowing down and actually just not letting the game play me but playing the game and and mm-hmm. just take time when I'm soaking in information not being too jittery and and like all my li- all my life playing this game I've always been you know playing it fast playing it mm-hmm. full speed to practice or games or but you know now that I'm in the in the big leagues just slowing down and taking my time to to uh, work the technique correctly and process information playing the game not letting the game play me I, I love that Jordan. put that's, that on that's a, a t-shirt great quote. I'll put that on a t-shirt I think you Toby could write a book and that should be the title right there um, that that it. I'm ready to run through a wall. New York like Times bestseller that, right there, that, Toby. I'm telling you, New York Times bestseller. Put them <laughs> on the list. That is straight fire and heat. I mean, prof, prophetic stuff right there. Absolutely a prophet. I, lo- I love that, Jordan. Go ahead. Take it away. So we always like to ask when we have new Steelers on here. You know, we talk so much about football, you know, on the show. Uh, tell us a little bit more about, you know, your personality, some of your hobbies. What does Toby do when he's not, you know, in the gym or on the football field? Mm, that's tough because uh, I mean I love to work out. I love to. Yeah. Be in the gym. I could tell. <laughs> Couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. So just uh, but if I'm not in the gym more on the field or watching film, I'm, I'm a huge UFC guy. I love UFC. Yeah. You know, started watching it. No, probably high school. But um, yeah, huge, huge Izzy fan. Who's the current middleweight champion of the world right now. Um, mm-hmm. Saw his last fight, spectacular. Um, but I, I, I would say I like it for for different reasons than most. Mm. Um, I, I'm in it for the mindset of the fighters and yeah. the, uh, the way they approach their fights, the way they prepare for their fights, the mental game. Like it's it's really just all mental. Fighting is fighting. Fighting is instant, but the mental capacity, the mental game that they have and that takes place um, throughout the process of preparing for those fights is what really intrigues me. And so I just, you know, I watch a lot of their um, interviews and, you know, just study the way they talk, where they move, how they generate confidence. And I like to instill that into my, my play and my game. Man. You ever trained MMA? Toby? That's what I was going to say. Maybe you can be like yeah. a dual athlete, you know, Maybe I haven't officially trained, but and I've done things here and there, jujitsu, wrestling, yeah. nothing official. Definitely. So, you know, kind of when did you get to Pittsburgh exactly and like find out that, hey, I'm going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler and, and what have you liked about it the most so far? If you were able to, you know, go and enjoy any restaurants or just kind of check out the scenery. Oh, man, uh, got here a little over two weeks ago. Um, and, and, you know, just uh, on our days off, I uh, went to, I tried to incline. Okay. Nice. Incline and Mike uh, used to live up there. So we, yeah. 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 Mount just, Washington. Yeah. Mount Washington. Looking over the, the overpass and seeing the, the view of the city is just immaculate. Yeah. The stadium's right there. 
Yeah, just everything, and especially at nighttime. In my opinion, I think nighttime is the best time to go. Um, but that's that's probably one of the biggest. I'm a big nature guy, so I like to yeah, box and observe nature and step into reality for a little bit. Um, I went to uh, OTB, which is like a it's OTB North Park, which is uh, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of them around here. Good place. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, go fishing and just observe. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it, man. And I think Pittsburgh's gonna like you, and we can't wait to see you on the field. It, this has just been a great time. What do you say, Mike? Yeah, uh, obviously, Toby, we're rooting for you, like we always say, man. Let us know if you need anything moving forward. We're gonna be in your corner for sure. Uh, it's a I'll throw it out an MMA reference right there for you. We're, we're in your corner. There you uh, go. Re- and, and we're ready to see you fight Izzy Adesanya. One of these, I'm ready to see you take him. <laughs> you got the, you'd have to drop a weight class, I think. Or two. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of weight there. Yeah. <laughs> no man, no, that man. would be exciting. Well, good stuff, man. We'll be, we'll be following your path wherever it may lead. We appreciate you uh, joining us. That is Thank Toby. You, Toby. Way. Thanks so much, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, Definitely. of course. Yeah. Again, just. These guys are just great, man. And it's just to Pittsburgh's such a great city. The Steelers are such a great football organization. I mean, it's just even just to be in that building, I mean, in itself, like imagine just telling your kids like I'm in here, man. This is the big leagues. I'll probably rattle a bunch of Pittsburghers who are still watching or listening by uh, throwing this name out there. But I did see a, a tweet today from Andrew Filipponi that just kind of hit me differently. It, it really hit me differently. He tweeted the some of the worst teams in Pittsburgh sports history. And it was kind of in relation to the Pittsburgh Pirates playing the Oakland Athletics now, who are literally 12 and 50. Yeah. I've never seen They're on really pace to win like 32 games. It's insane. I've never seen a team that bad in my life, unfortunately. At 12 and 50, how is that even possible? It's tough for those guys, obviously. Uh, but listen, they are, you know, they're playing Major League Baseball for a living, so how tough can it be? Anyway, my point is he was trying to compare some of the worst Pittsburgh teams of all time to this A's team. And I, you know, there were like the Pirates of 2005. There was like a Penguins of 2000 or like 19, you know, Post Lemieux yeah. for a couple years, 98. His Steelers team, the, the suckiest Steelers team of recent times was 1969, I'm pretty sure. That just shows you it took 60 years for him to go back and find maybe what would be the worst Steelers team that he's heard of yeah. uh, through through the grapevine because I'm sure he wasn't watching that team. But you want to sum up, you know, a franchise. And listen, obviously we get a lot of crap around here. You guys are homers. You guys are biased. Why don't you ever talk negatively about the Steelers? Well, we do. Well, check me out on Twitter every once in a while. But at the end of the day, we're spoiled Come, come get – come, come regular season, yes. 1969. He went back for the Pittsburgh Steelers and said, this was, this was maybe the worst team uh, I mean, Steelers. Uh, listen, they've had some bad years in between there, obviously, but that, that jumped out to me, how lucky we are as a, as a fan base. Think yeah. about how the fan base is Even the Penguins. these interviews. They embrace these interviews that we have. These are guys that they would admit themselves. Like they, they don't, you know, they've been in Pittsburgh for two weeks, never been there in their life, yeah. but we get five, 10,000 views and listens on these shows because people – want to learn more about their Pittsburgh Steelers and, and some of these players. Man, it's it's dope. It really is. 
Yeah, and we're going to, you know, get right back to it. We have a, another uh, special guest coming up on Thursday. I'll probably release it Friday. So it's just going to be a good time here over at the Sick Podcast, Steeler Crazy. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to our man, Toby. Best of luck in black and gold. I am Jay York Football. This is M- Miked Up Sports One. Michael Nicastro, Miked Up Sports One. Two peas in a pod. It's been another great yeah. episode. Shout out Mount Washington. Sick. Yeah. Mount Washington. Let's go Darnell, Bucks. Darnell Washington. Let's go Mount Bucks. Darnell. Mount Washington. Dude, he had uh, – and we can run it to Sammy after this, but Toby had so many, like – just great quotes like that. I would just put on a t-shirt, like uh, just again, another guy easy to root for. And I thought he was going to break the screen when he jumped on because he's so damn built. He's so freaking big. I I, he's, if Darnell Washington like a, is Mount Washington, he's, yeah. he's Mount Nduque or something like that. I uh, we'll call him like Nduque Island. Cause he's, he's full of, he's full of mass. Most definitely. Hey, Sammy, we'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.